Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show 2050. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars. Yeah, today I'm in Mill Valley. Well, actually, SF, uh, we're across the bridge with a very special guest by the name of Alessandro Baroni. What a wonderful name. Alessandro, welcome to Cars. Yeah, do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Absolutely, Mark. Looking forward. Don't release the clutch quite yet because we're sitting in a car here in San Francisco, so uh, we'll just stay up on the hill. Uh, but before I give you a proper introduction and we dive into your world, what's one little thing that maybe people don't know about you, Alessandro? Oh, uh, we're starting with a, a tough yeah, question. Yeah, the tough one's first. <laughs> My third name is Maria. Your third name. When you say third name, does that mean you're in here in the States, the middle name? It's my second middle name. Your second middle. Oh, so you've got four names. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm from Italy, from Milan. You know, we just add a bunch of names because I guess you know, fitting it all on a scantron doesn't exist in Italy. And um, and so my name is Alessandro Filippo Maria Borroni. And Maria is given basically as like, uh, I think, a sign to the Virgin Mary <laughs> as a Catholic boy that you are respectful. And uh, somebody, some of my friends have found out and they put it as my first name on emails. So even in work emails, my name comes up as Maria Baroni and that causes all kinds of havoc. But Well, yeah, everybody thinks you're a lady. So, uh, yeah. yeah, isn't that interesting? You know, the first city I ever visited in Italy back when I was in college was Milan. I was studying design and business, and my father was working in uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, designing homes for family members of the Shah, uh, the the sheiks, I guess it would be, not the Shah, I'm thinking Iran, uh, and so forth. So we got to meet up there and travel, and it was because that's kind of the design center, if you will, of Italy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, beautiful place. Well, it's funny because my middle name is after my grandfather, and I don't know if I've ever even said it on this show. It's Stacy. But I never told anybody growing up because I always thought it was a woman's name or a girl's name, and I didn't want people to tease me as they do when you're in school, you know, when you're young and so forth. So I never told anybody what my middle name was. But my grandfather was quite a guy. Apparently, I never met him because he passed before I was born, but apparently he was a sheriff in town and kind of a big guy and well-respected and so forth. So, uh, yeah, so we have something a little bit in common there. Yeah, we just don't tell everybody. Uh Oh, (laughs) too late. (laughs) <laughs> Too late. Yeah. Now the world knows. That's okay. Now, when you grow up, you realize that it doesn't matter when people make fun of you. Just ignore them and hang out with better people. That's the plan. Yeah. Definitely don't walk on stage and slap them. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we won't get into that. <laughs> Holy cow. What a... Oh, anyway, uh, the world of social media and Holly weird, right? Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. Perfect. Let me give you a proper introduction. Alessandro Baroni, I love just saying your name. It's so cool. Now I can add Maria in the middle of it, is the creator of Hypercar Invitational, a uniquely experiential automotive marketing concept and dynamic launch platform for new sports cars and products. He unites a hand-selected group of sports car collectors with luxury automotive brands that his guests have called an intimate and dreamlike environment. 
Very interesting. Hypercar Invitational is a three-day event that facilitates a memorable experience while propelling brands. Alessandro was born in Italy, as he said. He's a lifelong automotive enthusiast, and he lived within earshot of the Monza racetrack. That must have been cool. Now in their fourth year, the Hypercar Invitational team is built of pure enthusiasts that believe that one of the best ways to get automotive brands engaged with enthusiasts is to tell a story. So we're going to hear about that story today. But first, a word from our valued sponsors. They make the show possible. So you know what? Give them a listen. Better yet, give them a little business. And we will be right back. My friends at Covercraft offer you 10 different options. That's right, 10 for your vehicle's protection. You can choose from WeatherShield HP, HD, Sunbrella, Ultratect, Reflect, Form Fit, Custom View Shield, and their newest five-layer all-climate cover, three-layer moderate climate cover, and a five-layer indoor option. You have all sorts of ways to protect your car. All of these are custom-tailored by Covercraft's talented craftspeople. It's the form and fit with the quality to attention to detail that's been their standard since 1965. Surface protection is the best way to preserve the investment you've made in your vehicles. It's what I do. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft too. I have a Covercraft cover for every one of my vehicles, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21, at Covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off your order, plus you get free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping. Just use the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day, and he asked me about American Collectors Insurance. He said, while I listen to you on Cars Yeah, you're always talking about agreed value collector car insurance. Well, I insure all my cars on my regular auto insurance policy, and I've done it for years. Why use a different company for my collector cars? I get a multi-car discount. Isn't that good enough? I suggested he call his carrier and ask how much he would get if his collector car was totaled are stolen. He called back and said, boy, that was a scary conversation. Their value of my car wasn't even close to what it's really worth. Thank you for the education, Mark. So don't just hope for a fair claim settlement. Be certain and know exactly what you receive with an agreed value policy. American Collectors Insurance has been protecting enthusiasts since 1976. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 866- 224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green's at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors, automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. They're the ones that insure my car. That's American Collectors Insurance. So, Alessandro, we are back. So let's dive a little deeper into the corner since you grew up next to Monza. What a wonderful racetrack. And talk about how you developed this business. But maybe we go back a little bit further first to your career path and what you were doing before you came up with this very cool idea. Okay. Well, it's not linear by any stretch. And um, I have I have essentially no connection to the car world. I'm, I'm purely an enthusiast like like you and, then I mean, like, like many, just... Um, watching people on Facebook, on Instagram, and wanting to go and be involved in cars somehow. So I started out actually in in medical device sales. I've now actually started two medical device um, startup companies, mostly in in spine and and pain management, etc. And that, that actually remains my main focus in life. I'm currently right now developing medical devices for spine. So that is 
that's my my serious job. That's what I thought I needed to do to be a serious person. Mm-hmm. I didn't think you could do anything in cars, but I just kept going to car shows and I kept going and seeing how, especially some of the smaller manufacturers, uh, Pagani comes to mind and a few others. At these car shows, you know, they were surrounded by thousands and thousands of people, most of them just enthusiasts like us. Very few people that were actually there to buy a certain level of cars. And so I got to have some conversations with, again, founders of some of the smaller car companies. Paolo Garella, who was the guy who built all the Sultan of Brunei cars, and he was head of special projects for Pininfarina, gave me a chance to talk. Horacio Pagani, I got to chat with him a little bit. And just different guys... And I thought there might be a better way for them to meet the buyers for their cars and mm-hmm. to market the product. And, and that's kind of how this, this seed of Hypercar Invitational was planted. That was about four years ago. And uh, we just started out actually at Road Atlanta. And what we did is we got some enthusiasts together. We brought Randy Popst and we rented out Road Atlanta and... We just collected some video footage of what regular guys like me and what guys like Randy Post and then the owners of some of these hypercars thought, right? Like just comparing opinions. And that seemed to take off. And people just really responded to that. They said, wow, that's really different to see somebody who doesn't own certain cars like this and a journalist and a driver like Randy all talking together. And somehow that perspective was a hook that kind of worked. And here we are four years, four years later, and it's kind of taken off. And I'm kind of scared to say that because... <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you got this other career path that you're on, and now you've got, what have I got myself into? Yeah, 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 for sure. I have to be honest, there's a, there's a huge sense of imposter syndrome when you're doing something that is so far outside of what you think you should be doing. And, and that's, just, uh, you know, an, your personal conceit. And you realize that what you should be doing is just what you want to be doing, right? And so you have to keep putting those voices of doubt away. And the more you do it, the more people rally around you because they like the momentum and people start helping you. Yeah. And all of a sudden you have a team and all of a sudden the imposter syndrome kind of quiets down because everybody's working on the same dream. So that's been the best part about the whole experience, actually. You know, this is such a great story. And I always say it's like, be careful what you wish for. You might get it. About eight years ago at this time, I was a month away from launching this podcast, which was so far outside of my comfort zone. I'd been running a business before and I was like, what am I doing? And then a lot of family and friends were saying, what are you doing? You know, what, what's a podcast? And I said, right. I, I don't know. I didn't know what one was either at the beginning of the year. But, but here I am talking to somebody, you know, show number 2050. And you're right. What you just talked about is what I've experienced is this car world we live in, this passion you and I have. And all these listeners, we've got listeners in 80 countries around the world, over 100,000 listeners, you know, a month. And I go, Wow, what what created this? Well, it's our shared passion. And what you just talked about is exactly true. I've been attending car shows my whole life, and I've seen this momentum happening with car manufacturers showing up at, let's say, a big one, Pebble Beach Car Week. But we just had Amelia. Uh, we're coming up on La Jolla Concord, which I'm going to be attending. And these manufacturers realize we need to be where all those enthusiasts are. Because those are the targeted audience. And, and even people that maybe can't buy a Pagani or one of these hypercars, they aspire to. It's like Ferrari is an aspirational type 
brand. And maybe someday, and when you look at the car market today, there's a lot of people throwing a lot of money at cars right now. It's it's mind boggling. So let's talk about what one of your hypercar invitational events is like. What is that experience? Explain that to us in an audio manner since we're we're audio today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll say this, the vision as, as far away as it may be, but you need to have this crazy vision, right? The vision is to create the Goodwood Festival of Speed for the US. Ah, that, I love it. The dream. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, we don't say that to, in any way to sound presumptuous. It's just you got to aim for something amazing and then maybe you'll get somewhere along the way. So when you start out, unless you are the, you know, the Lord of March or you're heavily funded, which we aren't, you have to start small. Putting on a public event is, is a massively, massively expensive thing that is, is out, of, out of our reach at the moment. So the way we started it out is just inviting some of the top collectors in the U.S. The event has at most 120 collectors and, and there are significant others. Uh, and that's both boys and girls. We have a, a lot of our primary guests are women, which is awesome. We rent out Laguna Seca and we have unlimited sound days, which... If you if you don't know about Laguna Seca, that's actually really hard to do. And it's thanks to a lot of people that kind of advocated on our side, including the CEO of Make-A-Wish, Greater Barrier, and, and, and others who said, look, these guys are actually doing charity and everything else that, that really makes a difference. And that's what helped us get these unlimited sound days. And then once we got those, we went to the county of Monterey and um, we rented out Salinas Airport. And that is a full FAA airport with a 6,500 foot runway. And now we have these assets. And what we're doing with them is we enable our guests to bring as many of their cars as they would like by manufacturers. Everybody from, from Pagani to Lamborghini to Bugatti, who was a huge presence last year, to boutique manufacturers that we really want to promote, like Radford and, and Gunther Works and Zenvo and, and Di Tommaso, all these guys. We say, look, we've got your key demographic Come here, bring the cars that you've just put on a stand at Geneva Auto Show and let them run. And you might have some demo rides. You're going to have the opportunity to do some technical presentations and really tell your story to some of our guests. So they're not just reading in a magazine the stats. They may actually get to sit in the car, sometimes drive the car. But more than anything, they meet the designers, the engineers and the founders of these companies and really fall in love with how it all started, right? That's that's why you bought it because you love the people behind it. And so it's a three and a half day love fest of cars. <laughs> and uh, and I, the, the, the best the best feedback I guess we got, we, we sent out these Google surveys at the end was, uh, we had guys that said, look, I've been to so many car events. I'm super jaded and everybody treats me like royalty, but I've never felt that childlike Disneyland type of experience in seeing the selection of cars like I saw at your event. And that was the best thing we could ever hear. Right? Wow. That's, That's impressive. And I would assume too, you can now combine brands around this. So not only the vehicles, but the brands that cater to those type of clientele. So it's an all-inclusive type experience. For someone that's interested in your event, can anybody attend or is it invitational only? Do I have to be able to afford a brand new Bugatti or can I be someone who aspires to have a vehicle like this someday and be a part of this? So, a hundred percent are our intention and what we're working towards is to open it up to the public to have a public event. And I know this sounds so basic. It's a massive financial 
undertaking, not just from uh, renting out Laguna Seca as a private event, but also from the standpoint of insurances, liability, and everything else. So today, for now, it's still just an invitational. You, you actually can't ask to attend. Our guests are all the top clients from the top manufacturers, and they are friends of people who have already attended. So if you've already attended, you're able to submit somebody's name. And I say this with, with honestly, the humility. We, we, we just have a guest list now and that's full and a waiting list that is hundreds and hundreds of people who are qualified who would like to come, and we just can't. However, one of our major focuses is Make-A-Wish, uh, Greater Barrier. And so not only do we do a significant amount of charity, but also um, this will be our second year where we do something called the Golden Ticket Auction. And I, I'm taking that without copyright license from uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate. <laughs> yes. Well, lots of golden tickets out there, you know? <laughs> yeah, okay. But that was, that was the inspiration. And the idea is that we just do this on Instagram. We have these experiences. So last year, for example, there was Ride With you know, the king of Laguna Seca, Randy Popes, in the Senna GTR, with which he broke the record, and you get to ride around. And everybody does an auction on our Instagram, and you get to bid on these experiences. And we have many of these, like we try to create at least 30 of them. So there is a way for people who win these auctions, uh, which by the way, 100% of the proceeds go to make a wish. And we don't, we don't obviously touch any of it. And uh, they get to come to the event, at least on Sunday. So that's what we're working on to open it up. And then um, who knows, maybe next year we can start adding spectator components. You know, it's a wonderful deal. And like you said, you need to start at some point and build on that. The great thing about that versus maybe just having a giant unlimited checkbook and opening is you start to learn things as you move along and you get better and better. So things improve. So it's like working with a little diamond and working your way up and building that diamond and shinier and shinier, making it better. So and it goes back to what I always say on the show and I've learned is cars bring people together and they bring people together from all different walks of life. People that you normally may not ever be with or be around, even if they're well healed, as we say, uh, you might never get to meet that person and be a part of their lives. And who knows what kind of business relations start to be created from these get togethers as well, just like uh, any other level of car uh, activity. So I think it's a wonderful idea. You know, I like to ask my guests about what I call driving inspirations, people that have been very influential and helpful in their lives. Most of us get to where we are by having wonderful people around us. Mom was right. Pick your friends wisely. Don't hang yeah. out with losers. <laughs> You'll become yeah. one of them. Uh, pick people that are better and smarter and brighter than you. So, uh, yeah, who's been somebody like that for yourself? Um, you know, it, it's never just one person. I feel very lucky. I, I used to live in, in Atlanta, Georgia, when I first moved to the U.S. Mm -hmm. And um, I have a very tight group of friends there. I would say almost all of whom have started successful businesses from scratch and really support each other and, and give just fantastic advice and encouragement, almost like, like a family. And I have to say, watching what they put together and we also share the love of cars. Um, you know, they had the cars. I love the cars. <laughs> That's how we shared it. Sure. But just watching that and constantly inter interfacing with people who have made the leap um, and, and just start producing something that's of value to society and then obviously are, you know, is value for their family. This small group of friends have been very influential for me. And then there's been a few people within the car industry who have been extremely helpful and encouraging as we as we started out without name dropping but some a member of the pagani family really was was helpful in getting us 
allowing us, trusting us to have a car for the first event. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, we're nobody. We, we had this idea and they, they said, okay, go ahead and, and use this car. We've never given our car to a group to be compared to Ferraris and Porsches and McLarens. But in this case, we will. I've had mentors here in California who basically just say, dude, go for it. Don't just don't stop. You can't. The biggest lesson was if you don't stop, you can't fail. <laughs> yes. As long as you put one foot in front of the other, that next step is easier and easier and easier. And so it's just a confluence of, of loving, trusting people who, who help. And last but not least is my wife. Mm-hmm. So she said, look, I think you're crazy. I don't even understand what this thing <laughs> is. And, and you've got a little medical business that you need to make successful. How could you possibly start this car thing, which I don't even understand what it is. Yeah. And, you know, in the beginning, she had a lot of doubts too, but now she's, she's my biggest fan for sure. And without her tolerating the fact that days turns into nights and weekends are work days, none of this would happen. So it's a lot of people. Yeah. It goes back to the, what I said, surround yourself with great people. So yeah. it sounds like you've done exactly that. We'll take a short break and thank our sponsors. We come back. Let's talk a little bit about a challenge because uh, launching new ventures is certainly fraught with challenges, but those are opportunities to learn. So keep that in mind. Keep the seatbelts tight. We'll be right back. You listeners know that I'm a huge car care fanatic and my friends at AutoGeek created their Wolfgang Deep Gloss Paint Sealant for perfectionists like you and me. Wolfgang Deep Gloss Paint Sealant is designed to provide long-lasting protection and a glossy slick finish that, well, it's unmatched. The use of polymer technology ensures your paint is protected from environmental contaminants, those damaging UV rays, and lasts up to three months long. By providing the glossy look of carnauba wax with the longevity of a synthetic formula, Wolfgang Deep Gloss Paint Sealant is the best of both worlds. Go to autogeek.net to get yours for the best product selection on the internet today, along with their skilled technical support. Autogeek.net is where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARS YEAH when you subscribe and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. 20, 50, or 100 years from now, will there be a workforce to care for the collector vehicles we love? With auto shop programs disappearing across the country, it's a question we enthusiasts have to ask. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these vehicles aren't lost to time. One of the many ways RPM, which is short for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship, is accomplishing this goal is through workforce development initiatives. The RPM Apprenticeship Program enables the next generation of artisans to earn a living while they learn the craft of restoring and preserving these vehicles 
directly from industry professionals. The Endangered Skills Program documents the process of masters training future craftspeople on a variety of critical skills in danger of being lost forever. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of the collector vehicle skills trade, visit RPM Foundation today. They're one of the charities of choice here on Cars Yeah. So let's talk about this. I love to ask this question because it's not about drumming up a bad time in your life. It's really about the experience, the challenge, the situation, maybe a big even failure. Who knows? But it's more about what you learned from it, what it taught you so you can move forward. We touched on that earlier in our conversation. So take us on a bit of a rough ride. Sure. Okay. So this is actually relatively easy to answer because it, it doesn't, the, 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 the challenge doesn't really stop, right? Uh, at the core of, of getting trust to do a new business and getting your, your customers and clients to believe in you, it's a bit of a chicken and the egg, right? Mm-hmm. If you haven't already, then they have nothing to base it on and they, they, they may not offer you the, the ability to work with them. So creating the reputation when you don't have a reputation is really, really tough. <laughs> and so in, specifically, if you're trying to get major manufacturers, like in this case, Bugatti, right? Probably the most premium car brand in the world. They know exactly who their customers are. It's a very, very tight circle. And it's not, they're not going to just go for anything new, right? They only show up to very few select events. And if I think about how we got Bugatti USA to, to come to our event, it was a mixture of, well, cold calling, making friends, asking for referrals and gaining their trust, and knowing that, that every no is just a new path to yes, right? So every time you call somebody and you are talking to an assistant or they don't even answer the phone and, they, you know, you've got this thing you're like, oh my gosh, should I try again? They, they basically told me no by not even answering. And you just have to, with earnest enthusiasm, say, look, I have something to offer you. We will bend over backwards because we value what you have to offer. And this is exactly A through Z, what we are going to do for you if you trust in this event. And and that means waking up every single day saying, I got to try this again, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then understanding that you're going to get way more no's than yeses. So you can't start an event like this and say, I'm going to become Goodwood Festival Speed and have every single brand come to you. You may have one or two or three. And so all you do there is you focus 100% of your energy on the ones who have said yes. And you know that that word of mouth, it won't take this year, it may take two years, it may take three, but eventually the big dogs, the guy you really, really want to talk to, he's going to find out and he's going to say, hi, you know what? I may give this a chance. And so it's not like this one challenge that starts and then ends, right? I mean, we've had failures over and over and over just or even brands that said yeah we might come and then last minute say no and you're stuck with this huge hole in your schedule let alone your budget and you just sit there and say you know what i need to hang this up this is crazy yeah (laughs) yeah you have to realize that there's two others who said yes and so you just go to them and you treat them like gold and somehow the next year you get phone calls that you never ever expected and people say you know i've heard about your event how can we make this work for our brand? And um, we have Bugatti North America. Last year, they brought nine Chirons. Whoa. They're actually, the, we have the, the CEO of Bugatti North America, who's just so gracious. He gave us this wonderful testimonial. He said, look, we've never had our customers take their Chirons on track. 
And this is the first time ever. And we videotaped the whole thing and they loved it. Yeah. And this is a brand new experience for us. And we're definitely doing it again. And uh, we've got this on video, right? And they're coming back. So those kinds of wins, you just have to savor them and, and keep them in your mind on those tough days when everybody else is now saying no. Um, but it's every morning. It's every morning. You've got you to believe that what you're doing has value. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to somehow communicate that value with the same earnest enthusiasm and appreciation for, for their risk taking as you had on day one when you had nothing. And, uh, and it, it builds. It just, it's like one tiny little Lego brick at a time. Wow, you dropped a huge value bomb there for listeners in any kind of business. And, and that it, there's so many things you dropped in that conversation that are so valuable depending on what you do in life. But yeah, you just have to keep trying. And, and that word is when you hear a no, that's a maybe yes tomorrow or the next day or the next day. But what you're talking about here is building value for somebody. It sounds like uh, my last eight years of trying to build this podcast into something. And you know, when I first started this calling people and they're like, what's a podcast? <laughs> and I still hear that sometimes today. Like, you don't know what a podcast is? Well, let me help you understand. And here's why it's important to you. And you should be part of this platform, just like your event should be a way for your uh, potential investors. I should say investors, but your advertisers or your your participants, your partners to be a part of, but so many value bombs there for so many different types of work. Yeah. Just uh, don't be defeated. You just restart every day and build value for your potential customer, client, whoever that might be, or even a friend. I wish I'd known that in high school. I might've had more dates, you know, (laughs) (laughs) instead of taking that first no as, oh, I guess nobody wants to go out with me. So I won't ask anybody. Let's talk about a, well, you know, I wanted to to touch a little bit more on this, you you touched on it earlier, building a Goodwood Festival of Speed concept. That's a mm-hmm. big, bold, hairy, audacious goal, to quote uh, Jim Collins in Good to Great. That's a big one. I mean, that's massive, but I can see the vision and that whole experience. So uh, my hat's off to you for that type of a, a goal. I mean, set a big goal. Yeah, because then you got something to shoot for. But realizing it's not going to be tomorrow, next week, maybe not even the next year or two. And then you throw a code. COVID in the middle of everything, right? Believe it or not, in, in a weird way, COVID helped us because, for example, Geneva Auto Show got canceled. So, um, it, it, you know, I mean, the first year we had a dinner set up, you know, and every single, you know, plate is, is very expensive and you're, you're literally counting your pennies, hoping to get to break even. And half of our audience who was at the track during the day didn't show up for dinner. And they mostly said, well, my wife said, if I came to your dinner, she would kill me. Like, I'm not allowed to go outside. I'm not allowed to be inside. So COVID hurt for sure. But in time, it was an opportunity. And this is one of those examples. You know, the minute I found out Geneva Auto Show got canceled, I just started calling up the um, the PR departments of all these companies and saying, look, <clears throat> we've got an outside event. There's no audience. So it's very sparse. It's not dense of people. And it fits all the COVID protocols. Why don't you come here to do some of your new car launches? And some listened. Yeah, they already had budgets set aside. So exactly, exactly. Last year, we had the Zinger 21C launched at our event and then broke the Laguna Seca track record. And if, if you don't know this company, it's um, C-Z-I-N-G-E-R. Do you know how people might have said about Apple, uh, you know, when they were building those computers, oh, they're going to disrupt the world? Yeah. Or about, remember this company, they are going to change. They are changing the way auto manufacturing is done. So to have them take a risk on us, we had their CEO come and speak and he absolutely left our audience just their jaws dropped. He's Kevin Zinger is, I don't know, he's a genius. Right? I mean, you, that word gets thrown around, but he really is 
hyper, hyper intelligent and yet can communicate some of these concepts in a way that people understand. And they are just um, the leaders in uh, mass additive manufacturing. So they can build parts for cars. They can build a subframe for a for a Yugo. And within a second, they're starting to build the suspension parts for a supercar. And they're now doing this in for car companies all over the world. And they came to our event. So COVID helped us. They would never have come had Geneva still been going on, for example. Yeah. Well, there you go. Lemonade from lemons, if you will. So let's talk about a special vehicle in your life. Now, this could be a car you've had. It could be a car you aspire to have. It could be a car you got to experience at one of your events. What was that vehicle? What was that experience like? Okay. If you'd asked me four years ago, I would have had only one of these. The, the, the blessing, and I say this as a with like childlike enthusiasm, is in the past four years, I've gotten to try probably more cars than journalists have. It, it just, it's, it's been an amazingly fun thing. But if I have to distill it down to just one, when I was a kid, there was this publication in Italy called Gente Motori. It's uh, it's people and, and, and motors, right? Mm-hmm. And they had this car in there called the Isdera Comendatore 112i. And this car was built by a German engineer from, from Mercedes. And he decided to take essentially this Le Mans chassis and build this beautiful Autobahn sports car. It's beautiful, long, honestly, one of the most iconic shapes, just just gorgeous. But he only was able to make one. And as a kid, there was this black and white article that I had. And I think I must have flipped through the pages of this article thousands and thousands of times. And then one time I had a dream that the car was in my grandparents' garage and I went downstairs and the car was there and I got to drive it, right? Well, last year, the owner, uh, somebody bought this car in the US. I found out who they were and I just pinged them. I said, you know, you literally have this car that I've been dreaming about since I was a kid. I didn't realize it was still in working order. Could we invite you to Hypercar Invitational? And he said, yeah, I'll I'll do you one, one more than that. Why don't we make it the car that you get to drive at the event? Whoa. You got to drive your childhood dream car. <laughs> it, it, it literally, it's 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 it still makes the the hairs on my neck stand up. So, wow. um, his team brought this car. It was perfectly restored, and they say don't meet your heroes, but this thing feels like. So it's got the first um, uh, Mercedes six point. I think it's a 6.9 liter V12, the engine that ended up going in the Pagani Zonda. And um, they put it in this car. Everything works like a very modern car. It's got silky, beautiful torque. We took it on Laguna Seca. There's amazing videos of it. This thing hauled. I mean, hauled. It has the front end like a race car. It's long and thin with aero like a Le Mans car. It goes very, very fast. It's beautiful. And every single moment you're driving it saying, oh, my God, I'm on the inside of the Isdera. <laughs> I thought this was 12 in, in a black and white photo, you know? Yeah. Wow. And our logo car. So we've made it the, the core logo of the event. And it's also part of a video we actually filmed with it. We drove it out of the Peterson Museum in L.A. We did a two-day film with it. Uh, Our theme this year is From Your Childhood Dreams to the Driver's Seat, and it's inspired by this. And we actually did a whole movie on a kid waking up with the car in his garage 
and he drives it. And as he's driving it, he grows older and older, and he ends up as an adult at Hypercrime Invitational at Laguna Seca. You know, what a cool story. Oh, I got the hair on my arm standing up. That That's a that's like a little kid dream come true as an adult. Yeah, for you listeners, I'll put a link to, uh, there's a Wikipedia page on this car, uh, Isdera Comendatore. Am I saying that well? <laughs> my, yeah. my Italian sucks. 112i. So, uh, yeah, what a cool experience. Oh, my gosh. That's a very unique, cool story for that question. Probably one of the more unique ones. You know, you talked about, and we always talk about here on Cars Yacht, giving back. And car events are always great at giving back. And Make-A-Wish, the greater Bay Area that you're providing support to, and the golden ticket you talked about. My hat's off to you. This is a wonderful thing that you're doing. Thank you. And and you have to. It's, on, it's, like, a, it's like a moral imperative. Otherwise, you're just creating an event for rich guys to buy cars, right? And while we all love that, you got to add value somehow, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, the, the parallel is if if our dreams come true because as a kid, you know, and or we're, we're lucky enough in life to 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 have the right opportunities and and the and the, the gumption to make something happen and you become successful and you get to drive your dream car. Some people just never get that chance, and you can really relate to kids who, because of health reasons, may not even get a future where they have the opportunity to see if they can realize their dreams. Mm-hmm. And so it resonated so much. And again, this comes with a lot of trust. We connected with Betsy Bjorn, who is the um, CEO of Make-A-Wish Greater Bay Area. And we're just this no-name little entity. And she let us use their logo and essentially treat us like a partner. Every penny that we raised went to Make-A-Wish. Everything. Yeah. Wow. And, um, so it authentically... When people are attending Hypercar Invitational, they are making a huge impact. And, you know, we're getting better at raising money. I'd never I'd never raised money for charity. I didn't even know how to begin. But we're getting a lot better at it. And uh, it's our entire focus. And there's there's pictures of some of the Make-A-Wish children, the ones who could move and be in public last year, who came and sat in the back of like the Koenigsegg, uh, Jamera, they sat in Ferrari 512 TD, I'm sorry, um, uh, TDFs. Mm-hmm. I mean... And, and they were just so happy. And their parents had tears seeing them so happy. And I had just had a son. And they say making a, you know, having a kid makes you vulnerable. Yes. <laughs> but my eyes dry. I had to keep turning away just seeing them so happy. So it adds meaning to something which is, let's be honest, it's, it's a consumerist event, right? It's an event for super ultra high-end sports cars. This brings it meaning. And I think everybody who attends appreciates the fact that there is an authentic interest in, in raising money for charity. It's not just something we say. That's such a great entity for children that are so challenged with health issues and, and their family and parents and friends. And I'll keep saying it on this show. I, I've learned the secret sauce to life, Alessandro, uh, here on Cars, yeah through talking with people like you and all my other inspiring automotive enthusiasts. And that is this. We are at our best when we give back to other people. And it takes some people a whole lifetime to figure that out. Other people figure it out at a very young age and they become givers and supporters of other people. But that is when we are happiest internally, externally, and when our life has meaning. Um, So I'll just keep saying it out there for anyone that hasn't figured it out yet. It's a wonderful thing you're doing. Uh, Hats off to you again. So let's talk about a great book that you might want to share that you've enjoyed reading. Uh, We love books here. I've got a great place on my website called Guest Recommended Books, where there's over 2,000 books listed there for people to go into and and share. So is there a great book that you've read that you've uh, gleaned a lot from? 
you know how people say, oh my God, I have not had time to read a book in X years. <laughs> so, so first of all, I've started just reading books on our, listening to them on audible.com. Oh, which, great, great way to consume books. Yeah, I, it, it, that's a great way to say it. You can actually consume books and, and there's not that pressure. You can listen to them in the car, et cetera. And I promise I'm not shilling for audible.com. They're owned by Amazon. They don't need our help. Yeah. <laughs> but the book I was able to, to really digest is called The Daily Stoic. It's not really a book. It's actually a collection of verses from um, Marcus Aurelius and and uh, some of the other Stoics. And the reason it's easy is because you can just listen to it and 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 like take a moment, even put it on pause, and listen to what these guys just said. And it's helped me immensely because, again, when you're an entrepreneur, you're always thinking that the world is 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 out to get you, right? You have a little bit of paranoia because when things aren't going right, you wonder, oh, is it all me? And it's helped me to subscribe and try to live with this stoic mentality, which is that you can only control what what is in your control and how you respond to it influences everything around you, not just people, but maybe metaphysically, I haven't figured this part out. Somehow, when you respond to things in a certain way, the environment tends to work your way more so, right? And and I don't even begin to understand it. And I just know it works. So to me, it's it's more like a handbook. That one's been really helpful. And I just listen to it over and over. It's there's there's just you just learn something new and you can have five minutes of it. And it's like a meditation. Yeah, I love it. In fact, there's a website, uh, dailystoic.com, you can subscribe to, and they'll I'm, I'm subscribed to this, and, and I love the whole concept of it. I learned about it from a podcast I was listening to several years ago, of course, Marcus Aurelius, wonderful type of stoicism and understanding stoicism and, and how it supports you. And it's, uh, But I'll put a link to the Daily Stoic. Are you familiar with that website? Yes. Yeah, uh, okay. I have to admit, I, I've just been listening to the book over and over and over, but yeah. not... <laughs> Not yeah. going to the website yet. It's a great thing. So I love that. So um, let's go on the ultimate drive. Before I let you go today, I'm going to provide you with any car in the world. Now, you've been in some very insane cars, so this might be easy or might be difficult, but I'm going to give you, buy you, provide you with any car in the world. You can be with anyone living or someone who's passed, and you can be driving anywhere. So what does that magical ultimate drive look like for Alessandro Baroni? <laughs> All right. Well, I, this is going to be so cliche. For anybody who is who is in high school in the '90s, we're all such fans of of the McLaren F1. Oh gosh, yeah. Every time that I try to peel my brain away from that car, I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we actually were lucky enough to have one on the track last year, and it raised a ton of money for for Make a Wish in passenger rides. But if I could get you know Gordon Murray in mm. in in the left seats. And and maybe I don't even know if these guys talk, but Adrian Newey in the right seat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I could get those two guys and me driving though, and get in um, any McLaren F1, right? Any that still has three seats, and go for a drive through um, maybe the area where I'm from, around Lake Como, go up to Stelvio, Lugano, that all. Yeah. All that stuff. That would be it because these guys, I've read their books. I've gotten to just shake hands, meet them. Uh, We're hoping Gordon Murray brings his T33 to our event next year. It's just a little prayer. And and I just want to talk about these guys who lived in the world of understanding aerodynamics and, and this great era of mechanical cars, of which 
for most of us, the McLaren F1 just was was the apex. After that, I, I, I've been looking. I've been looking. So riding that car with those two guys would be amazing. Uh, here, I'll give a shout out. I think the car that most approximates that ethos and is, is probably the most interesting car under a half a million dollars is uh, Jim Glickenhouse's um, SCG004S. I yeah, think he Jim's is doing really, some insane stuff. <laughs> yeah, that guy is it. And and so as a, as a second, and I'm sorry if Jim ever listens to this, after Gordon Murray, I'd like to hang out with Jim in his car. There you go. Yeah, I think so. He's been a guest on the show and uh, he'd be a, maybe you've reached out to him, someone to have at one of your events bring that right. car. Yeah, I, mean, I can uh, try to connect you there. You know, I was thinking also about uh, Gordon's new car, maybe connecting. Have you connected with Bruce Canapa, who's handling the sale of those cars? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've 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 spoken. Okay. It's, uh, to be honest, <laughs> it's a funny, funny situation. I, I spoke with guys at, at Gordon Murray, incredibly gracious again to a, a no-name event. And uh, they said, look, Gordon has heard of your event. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's that, amazing. Well, there's right? a start. We've, we've at least heard. But they said, look, everywhere we go, we're essentially pissing people off because they ask us, now can we buy the car? And we're all sold out. Yeah. And when they, when that was the T, the T, what is it? T52. And then even their T33 sold out in three days. They said, it, it, it doesn't, we'd love to come, but give us until next year when uh, we've sold a bunch of them. And then we will have like, you know, Gordon Murray automotive only track sessions for these cars. Yeah. And we'll just blow the, the, the sound limits off Laguna Seca. But for now, we're not ready. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, that's the time to be marketing yourself is when you're at the pinnacle, right? Because uh, you don't wait until you need sales. You market when you've got sales. So that's pretty darn cool. But yes. Every yeah. leads to a yes. <laughs> you just yep. kind of keep You said it earlier. Well, you've taken us on an awesome ride today. I'm so glad that we connected, Alessandro. What a marvelous event that you're building. Absolutely spectacular. I've had a lot of fun today. Before I let you go, could you share maybe a success quote, a mantra, or some kind of inspirational word for or words for our listeners today? Sure. I, I hope I, I'm not sounding like a broken record, but this is the only one that has worked for me. And it's literally... If you don't quit, you can't fail. And it sounds like some kind of like, I don't know, macho type, you know, you know, Instagram thing. But it's actually true. Like when you don't know what's going to happen 10 steps down the road, you're like, okay, what's the next step? Okay, you, you brush your teeth. What comes after that? I've got an email to write. Ugh, not ready for that. Do 10 pushups. Okay, write the email. Ah, he didn't answer. Do something else. Do something else. And every little step you take makes it easier for your brain to accept the next one. And somehow the world responds. And if you if you don't quit, it's physically impossible to fail, right? Yeah. You just recognize it. So it, it works. I mean, for me, that works more than anything as a daily mantra. That's how I've somehow figured out how to land 2,050 inspiring automotive enthusiasts on this podcast. And yeah, certainly have met with a lot of, uh, gee, I wonder why that person hasn't responded yet or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, great words of inspiration and it works. I'll tell our listeners, it works. How can people learn more about Hypercar Invitational? Okay, um, we we did all the traditional things. We have a YouTube channel. Um, it's, it's not the kind of YouTube channel where we have daily postings. In fact, we only post two or three videos a year, but we try to make as best we can within our budget today, artsy, beautiful little films. And if you want to check out uh, hypercar invitation on YouTube, um, myself and a few other people update our Instagram page and we try to provide little insights where we can, um, occasionally, 
Some of these brands will send us world exclusive pictures and we can post those. And, um, and our website, you know, it's, it's hypercarinvitational.com. We absolutely welcome inquiries. Uh, you know, the email address is inquiries at hypercarinvitational.com. And we are going to make this a, 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 a public event. We want everybody to feel the enthusiasm that, that, that we feel every day. But our team today is, is just small, and so we may not get back to everybody. Um, but this is going to grow. We really, I think, are hitting on something that, that people love and, and resonates. And um, we look forward to communicating and meeting everybody. Awesome. I'll put links to all these on Alessandro's show notes page. You can find it on the Cars yeah website. Uh, absolutely brilliant. And I want to do a shout out. Thank you to Brad Spears, who introduced me to Alessandro. So Brad, once again, thank you for introducing me to another inspiring automotive enthusiast. Much appreciated. Alessandro, thanks for uh, pulling aside the road here, stopping and talking with me today. I'll let you get on with your day. But until you and I talk again, I'll see you or maybe one day I'll see you at a hypercar invitational event. That would be fun. Thank you so much. It was a, it was a joy and a pleasure to uh, hang out with you today. You're welcome. This was great. If your car started today, well, thank a tech. If that truck delivering your goods today got to your home or your business, thank a tech. If that airplane you rode in took off and landed safely, and if that boat you're riding in arrived at the dock safe and sound, that's right, thank a tech. One thing the pandemic has taught us is that great techs keep America rolling. They are essential workers and we need them. Support career and technical education by getting involved with TechForce Foundation. It's a Cars Yeah charity of choice. Learn more at techforce.org today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.